0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with Pam Pibus, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and it is the last live show of December, and we know you've got questions, lots of them, and we want to answer them. Join the conversation with us this morning. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, did everybody wake up bright and early this morning from... <laughs> A warning from the National Weather <laughs> Service. Yep. yep, absolutely.
1: Yeah, those the alarms work.
0: Right, yep. right. Uh, big rough weather uh, evening for us here in Mississippi, and we will be a little bit more throughout the day today. Um, and remember, if uh, if you're looking to hire a contractor, write down MSBOC.us. That's uh, that's where you can check to see if your contractor is uh, is licensed in Mississippi.
1: You know, and I heard something this morning driving in. I was listening to MPB, as I I do throughout the day. And one of the suggestions that was made was that when the alarm goes off, you know, you hear the standard stuff. I had never heard this before. And he said, put on a helmet. If you have a helmet and uh, you know really? imminently that a tornado was coming towards it's not you, not a bad idea. Have you ever heard? I had <laughs> no. never, heard. and no. I was like, that is because most injuries sure. that lead to fatalities are head injuries. Whenever you have flying debris, right? So I'm going to pull down. I mean, a I don't,
0: helmet. What uh, kind of helmet do you have?
1: Well, he said, you know, if you've got, you know, kids play football and you could put a football helmet on. I've got a bike <laughs> helmet that I'll end up putting oh, yeah. on. Or if a, if you've got, is it one
0: of the swishy ones? Does it look cool?
1: Oh yeah, it's very <laughs> cool. Yeah, so if I'm going out, if I'm gonna get hit in the head, I'm gonna be cool when well, you know, it happens. But I did um, not
0: plan this to be like a jump off point. But you said helmet. And I just happened to bring something into the show to ask you guys about today. This is the craziest thing. Okay. So I found an image online and I thought, that can't be true, right? But there is a a list of hard hats here of different colors. And apparently they mean different things. And I've never heard this before. I haven't either. Okay. So here you go a yellow hard hat is for the labor, heavy duty operators, construction tasks. A gray hard hat is for site visitors. Red hard hat is for firefighters. A brown hard hat is for welders, high heat operators. Hmm. A blue hard hat is for electricians and technical operators. A green is for safety officers. And white is for managers, uh, engineers, and Jeff. And Jeff. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> I, I never realized there was a color code to helmets on a construction you, you site. You
2: know, I've mm-hmm. heard that before. Have you? Yeah, and uh, I didn't know them, but I've I've heard about it.
3: I've well, never. And
1: heard it's that. not a bad idea. I mean, you think about it here in Central Mississippi, and any place where there's tornadoes, it's not that you may be ever be on a construction site, but what an awesome thing to have in your closet whenever you're, you know. Because I'm like last night, I got already. You know, I got the dog leashes, <laughs> I got the cats and <laughs> so. You know, and I got—I have my, my storm readiness plan. I know exactly right. where I'm going. So now I'm going to um, go home because I heard this and, driving in and, and put my helmet. helmet in there. Right.
0: All right. Uh, Tom's on the line, and Brandon, want to go ahead and start off earlier this morning. Fireplace. What's going on with your fireplace, Tom?
3: Well, nothing's going on, and I just wanted to follow up on a comment that uh, Jeff made a few weeks ago. Uh, I bought this house, and it had a ventless fireplace, and there, were no, there was no documentation. But I heard Jeff a couple of weeks ago say it should only – a coordinate manufacturer should only stay on three hours. So my question is, is that an attorney's way of protecting them from any liabilities if something goes wrong? Or, And, and secondly, if it's off every three hours, how long do you keep it off you know, before you can turn it back on? And I just can't imagine a Christmas morning where you have
2: to worry about the
0: fireplace being off after three hours. Right. All right, Jeff.
2: Jump in. I like those. Jump in the pool with no water. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, to answer your first question, is that a way that the attorneys are covering someone's rear end? Uh, There's probably some truth to that. OK, sure.
1: Well, um, can I jump in here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's the physics of the thing. It really doesn't have to do with I don't think it's a legal question. I think it's the physics. Folks, when you burn gas and I was taking, I had to retake every so many years. I have to retake a test so I can be a certified inspector. So I'm sitting there last night and I'm taking this test. And one of them was what are the byproducts of whenever you combust air on the inside of the house? Mm-hmm. OK, so you get carbon monoxide,
0: which would be any time you move, uh, burn gas.
1: Yes, you get water yep. just because it's ventless doesn't mean you're not getting that. So if you leave that, I mean, you're welcome to leave it on for 10 hours if you want to. Your windows are going to start dripping and you're going to get a headache. Huh. I okay. Cuz the water vapor. That's true. You're getting yes. water vapor. So is right. there
0: a way to deal with that? Can you like set up fans or how can you deal with that to keep the fireplace on?
1: Well, turn it off every 3 hours. <laughs> like the manufacturer said. Well, the
0: guy says, "Okay, so I turned it off for 3 hours, can I turn it back on yeah, in 3 in right. 30 minutes?" How,
2: how 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 long do I leave it off, which which is a loaded question, you know, how how much humidity now is in the house? Right. Is your how, air
0: conditioner on? Well, you, you know. know, um
1: I mean, you just it and it, it goes back to, you know, we talk about this on crawl spaces when people will ask us a question. Well, it depends.
0: Well, by the way, I, I did want to clear this up for those of you who listen to the podcast and not here in Mississippi. I know I just said something that made you laugh. Your air condition being on while the fireplace is on oh, that happens in the south. We do
1: it people, all the people time. People want to burn a
0: fire and they'll wait till it's 62 and put a fire on.
2: You know, the the our ventless fireplace, and I'm sitting here thinking, uh I guess that is the only appliance in the house that is not vented. Yeah.
1: Unless you're uh well
0: <laughs> So you're saying it applies your, your to your kitchen a
1: range. I mean I well, can't tell you how many be. recirculating you, you should, vents over well, a gas range. And yeah, I'm like, people that you, is insane.
2: Right. You should have a vented vent a hood that right. vents outside.
1: Yeah, but half the houses um, in a particular county that I know of have recirculating fans. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: So let's just put it all back in the house. It depends. If you, what I would suggest is mm. that if you get up on Christmas morning, you turn your ventless logs on. Awesome. If your windows start to sweat, you may want to turn it off for a minute.
0: Okay. All right.
1: There's your indicator right there. That's the indicator. If there are water droplets on your windows and your walls. If it starts drying up, can you
0: turn it back on? Sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. I just never, and let me put this out there, ever, people, listen to me. Okay. Don't ever leave your gas logs on overnight. Don't do it. Oh. Don't do it. Should I
0: ask what happens?
1: Well, what might happen is you might not wake up.
0: Oh. If
1: those malfunction in any way.
0: Then it's just gas. Yeah. Right. Okay. So
1: just, I mean, there's some safety mechanisms on there, but why do that?
0: Right. All right. Uh, thanks, Tom. I hope that works out for you. Look into it. Craig is in Biloxi, wants to talk about those safety helmets. What's going on, Craig?
3: Hey, yeah. Uh, I was researching the
4: helmets, and uh, they, they have new bicycle helmets and hard hats. For,
3: they're called anti-rotational helmets. And they were developed uh, first for the football people.
0: What What does it okay. do? What's an anti-rotational helmet do?
4: Well, when your head spins real quick, uh, your brain sits
3: still and causes injury. So this alleviates that somehow. I don't know how, but uh, it was developed for the football industry.
0: That might work well in a her- her tornado too. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I think would be fun.
3: Yeah
1: how how much were they running?
3: Uh, I looked
4: at a bicycle helmet. it was sixty dollars on the average, yeah. uh, which is not much more than the than a forty dollar average helmet,
1: right, yeah, so might not yeah. be a bad investment
4: yeah I, I I wear a helmet on the bike, <laughs>
1: oh right. God yes, i yeah, I'm not getting on well, I probably should wear a helmet at all times. <laughs>
0: i should i
1: I should wear a helmet walking down the hall really
2: can we get (laughs) a helmet in here for pam right
0: (laughs) please all right craig appreciate it we've got an email here that i that i wanted to get to you guys that is is fun i love your show and listen on podcast i've got an older home kind of a fishing cabin that was originally wood frame and brick veneer that was added sometime later the wall at the back underneath the kitchen counter and behind all of the cabinets is the original horizontal pine boards. Uh, There is no insulation or very little behind the boards, and it is hot in the summer and drafty in the winter. It's also very humid in the summer. How can I seal that up without creating a moisture issue under the sink and having to rip out the original wood wall planks? Thank you, Allison.
2: Hmm, well, there's... No insulation in the house is what it
0: sounds like. No, right, right. Well, and putting um, putting it in it doesn't sound like a a, a, a quick little thing either. It could if you be don't done. Have it
1: I mean, I had it done in my house. Well, so, so what you would you do, do for it. that
0: spot behind? I guess yeah, behind your kitchen sink, that's an outside wall. Is what I'm picturing. That's what I'm picturing. Um, correct. Mm-hmm. And and so and apparently the south side wall is permeable. Got, well, uh, well, yeah.
2: you got and then didn't. Didn't she say they added brick veneer?
0: Yes. Um
2: sure would have been nice to put some insulation in before we did the brick.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Because now it it can be done but I mean now you have to get inside the cabinet
0: and and, and so we take another piece of wood and we we attach it to yeah. the back of the cabinet, am yeah. I right?
2: Or we cut the wood out so we can get insulation in the wall. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's it's oh. It's going to be tricky. It's okay. going
1: to be tricky. And uh, since we're talking about plumbing on outside walls, something that we see specifically in older houses, new construction, they take care of this. But mm-hmm. in older houses, when you have a drain, you get you get your P-trap, tra- and then you get the horizontal drain going into the wall, mm-hmm. and there's always a gap around that. And then we'll open up the cabinets, and there'll be mildew and mm-hmm. moisture. And mm-hmm. what's happening is that you're getting water vapor from the outside in. Another question on my test yesterday was that if a, a hole the size of a doorknob, if it is not sealed, you can pull in the equivalent. Get this: fifty gallons of water a year.
0: Really?
2: Yes. Through, through that? Yeah. Through, through a hole through, the size of a,
0: a doorknob. Through so
1: a two-inch hole. The wow. idea here in the South is that you've got a seal. People want to think insulation. Insulation is really a better. Um, it's better suited for the north. In the south, what we're trying to do is block the water vapor out. Keep everything out. out. Mm. So you have to, our construction methodology is a little bit different. Um, I would probably start with just getting some foam and sealing up around the Uh, plumbing pipes
2: okay and then sealing the cracks and just sealing all the cracks and see if that will block it out
1: for you and then you could also look at maybe adding some louvers on the um, kitchen cabinet doors that go down there so you get a little bit of airflow Mm -hmm.
0: you know uh you mentioned the foam Uh, just so that you know when you go to the aisle that has the foam at the home store there's 17 different types of foam. Yes, uh, and you want to look for the one that is specific to your application. Yeah, and in this case, if you're trying to stop airflow, what am I looking for?
1: Well, you—that's probably the yellow stuff. You just want it to expand. It's not going to be pretty, but it's in a cabinet. Right. Um so it's different than the stuff that you would get to put around a door jam, because if you put that stuff in a door jam, <laughs> you're gonna blow that door right out of the right. they, <laughs> they make one that is
2: that is non expanding. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So yeah. that's the that's the one I think that, that one's gray. Maybe, but that's what you want around your your, your windows and your, in your yeah, doors. Yeah, because it will bow those in. Yeah, and uh, then of course, <laughs> wow. you know you you've you've got an issue at that. You got point. You got your mess. Right. You're gonna have um, to cut
1: it all out. But to your point here, something that they and I've talked about this on the show before, and it's my it's one of my favorite things. I should really buy stock in this stuff, but they now have an industrial can.
0: Oh, the big long can?
1: Yes, it's a big can, and you screw it into a gun, and you can use that. I'm telling her. her,
0: her. They found a way to sell you a gun, did they? Oh,
1: You can have some fun with that thing because you can start (laughs) sealing stuff up.
0: Right. We want to hear from you. You can uh, let us help you with your December home improvement projects. Also, we've got a few tips here and there. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, who at PAMPIVAS, ASHI Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And you can join the conversation this morning and send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I wanted to go into this. Java had mentioned... Uh, earlier in the show to me that uh, some of the tool ideas for, and remember, you know, holidays coming up, Christmas coming up, if you're thinking of a new tool, I saw this list. And, and Java, you put a a weatherproof top spiral notebook, and I thought weatherproof?
2: Yeah, you know, sometimes you are out and about in the elements. Right. And, you know, you got water, you got wind, and all that other kind of stuff, dust.
0: Folks, if you're out (laughs) in that, today's not the day to DIY. Okay, go back in and...
1: (laughs) Well, you know, and that's a great idea. I could use that in my shop when I'm doing measurements.
0: Ooh. How about a, uh, this one I love, I love, a folding multipurpose tool. They used to call them Leathermans, something like that. You know, these things are absolutely amazing.
1: Okay, tell me more.
0: Tell you more? Uh, it's one of those uh, uh, knives. It has a knife oh, and,
1: oh, okay. yeah, and yeah, a yeah,
0: wrench. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or a a pair of pliers, pliers that you can unfold. Some of
2: them even have a toothpick.
0: They do. One of the great things about it, it kind of well, <laughs>
2: gross. it kind of replaced the Swiss
0: Army knife. Yeah, but it's yeah. just so handy. And That's my right. favorite thing is if 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 you get someone this gift, this is a gift that you can throw into your glove box in your car. And I promise you, one day you're going to go, "Oh, thank God, mm-hmm. this is you in know, here."
2: They they. they they make one too that's that's geared towards the fisherman. Yes, it, you know it's got it's got some nice clippers on it. Right, it's got, right. It's got some a nice little pair of needle noses, and it it comes with a pouch, and you just you know hook that it, one hook doesn't it.
1: have a toothpick, I hope
2: that one <laughs> that one does not. So you, you just use the fish
0: bone. Right, right, right. All right, Elizabeth oh. on, Elizabeth is on the line in Mobile, and wanted to talk about storm prep. You with us, Elizabeth?
3: Yes, sir, I am. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your show. It's been really entertaining.
0: Oh, thank you. But, thank you.
3: Yeah, I was calling about the helmet situation and inclement weather. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, one one thing that I do is I have a 84-year-old mother who lives about 10 minutes away from me. However, I work all day, and I can't always get to her within 10 minutes. So I have cleared a space under the stairwell in a pantry. And I have a lawn chair sitting in there, with a teddy bear. And on the teddy bear's head is one of those good old-fashioned 1960s stainless steel colanders <laughs> with the little fluted <laughs> Nice. So said, oh, that's so I said, awesome. I tell her, her, you got to go in the pantry, sit in the chair. Hold the teddy bear and put the colander on top of your head.
1: Oh man! The
0: picture in my head right now is awesome. I
1: know that's right. just bless her. Good just for you. Her. Oh my god!
3: So
0: uh... the stainless <laughs> hey, stainless god. should be an extra layer of product uh, <laughs> yeah, protection. Protection. like,
3: "Well, oh, I'm going to look ridiculous." I said, "I know, but you
0: might not have a gas in your head." <laughs> right. That's true.
3: That's true. That's true. That's Thank true,
0: you, Elizabeth.
3: Whatever it takes.
1: We appreciate it. <laughs> All right.
0: Thank you. Hey, thanks. I got a question about some heaters, and I think I know what they're talking about. I'm not sure, though, so I want you guys to help me. Have you guys heard of the new style kind of infrared heaters? You heard of infrared heaters? They, they're advertised that your pets can lay on them, and they'll not get hot. Um, so I've, I've seen something like this. It's an infrared heater, kind of like if you think about a, an induction stove where you put your hand on it. If it's not mm-hmm. the right thing, it won't be hot, you know? So... Uh, it's asking about that, and should you still, since it's supposedly safer, should you still leave three feet from these heaters? And I I think I wanted to answer the email by saying you should leave three feet from any heater, any heat source, any. Yeah, I mean if it if it's, it's a heater. Yeah, anything (laughs) that gets it's
2: it's a heater. It's supposed to get hot. It's supposed to do that. you know, it needs to put out heat. If right. It's yeah. A heater.
1: Yeah. Probably the biggest mistake I see with heaters is um, extension cords. Right. Um. You know, uh, not big enough. You now know, heaters
2: heat- pull a tremendous amount of amps mm-hmm. because you are you're heating up that coil. Right. You know, just just like in your oven, it's it's basically a heater. Right. That gets. Oh yeah, it's that the gets, same technology. Hundred degrees,
0: which is so. which is one hundred fifty years old almost. Yeah, that exactly. technology. So. That's right.
1: You know, it's funny because I was thinking about that this morning. I put a wall heater in my in my master bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I really really like it. I did it years ago, but it's it's right. I uh, it attaches to the wall. Right. So, and it's right between my tub and my toilet.
2: You, you can buy a safe wall heater. Right. Yeah. Now, don't don't go find one of these that that, that was Built back in the 40s, and mm-hmm. you can buy them at every antique store you walk into. Yeah. That's that's not the wall heater. Buy
0: yourself a home fire? Yeah, no. that's no. not
2: the wall heater that we're talking about. No,
1: no, 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 no. This is a, yeah, those those were very, definitely Are hazards. y'all talking about like
0: baseboard heaters?
1: Well, no. It's, no, a, it's a wall, it's, heater. It's a wall no. heater. And it's, it's got the it's coils gas. on it. And yeah. I remember when I was a kid, so we had, we lived in Georgia at the time, and mm-hmm. it gets a little cooler there. Yeah. <laughs> We had one of those wall heaters, and you know where it was positioned? Where? Squarely beneath the towel rack. Oh, good. Uh huh. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I remember. Perfect place
0: to burn I, a towel. I
1: remember burning a towel Sure, yeah. Because okay. we wanted to warm the towel up, obviously. Well, you know. So, you know, I was six. I thought that was a great idea. Right.
0: Sure.
2: Well, it was when you're six. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a okay, great well, idea. that
0: leads me to another email. This is so cool. There's a gas heater in my bathroom that I'd like to have removed. Yep. Um, The heat for the house runs on gas, so there's gas running to the house. Who should I call to remove the gas heater from the bathroom? A plumber, a gas company, a general contractor? Thanks for your help, Lauren. Plumber. Plumber? Yep. Plumber is your person? Okay.
1: Well, and then if you're going to pull it out, you're probably going to want to patch
2: it up or put something else there. The the plumber will safely remove it, safely cap the line Okay. because the, the line is still alive. Right. There's there's going to be a cutoff somewhere, Mm -hmm. Um, so he they can they can safely do that. Then call your uh,
0: contractor. Your
2: your, yeah your your contractor at that point to excuse me tile, uh, wood, whatever, yeah yeah Yeah. whatever whatever you desire at that point.
1: Now if it's one of those really cool ceramic. Gas heaters.
0: And call Pam. Yes, yep.
1: because I have taken, I, you know, I have found these things before, and I hang them on my wall in my house because not, it's Not just, to run, just no, to no, look just at no, it as a decoration. Just to say, We just the whole said don't heater, go to. Just yep. the ceramic front. So, and it kind of gives that throwback. Yep. And I use it on, like, I've got one that's white, and I've got one is that funky old green color, <laughs> and I've got Maybe. it in different. <laughs> Different places and
2: in the house. Remember growing up when we had the actual gas uh, light on a pole in in, in in our front yards? I do oh, yeah. remember and, yeah, and, seeing yeah. And, and it took, it wasn't the kind of gas light we have today. It took one of those little, it's almost like a sock, and you put it on the, uh-huh. it, it was like an old-timey lantern. Yeah. Right? right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, all you had to do was look at it, and it would you would break the little sock, so it wouldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, we see them all the time in the older, yeah, these older houses. Oh, they still are yeah, awesome. Well, they're there; they're not working. Right? Oh,
0: okay.
2: okay. You know, well, no, just... they they didn't work back then because yeah. if you touched them, you broke the thing. So, right. you know, what's the first thing we did? Well, you know, every we, day we touched them. <laughs> yeah,
1: every day somebody's got a good idea, that right. ends up being a bad idea.
0: Right. <laughs> hey, Kathleen's on the line in Osaka. What's up, Kathleen?
4: Well, I'm answering the call to help. Okay. Uh, okay. One, always charge your cell phones. If you have a little chargeable radio that kind of have to turn the camera, uh, handle, you might see about those in between 50 and $80.
0: Oh, you're talking storm uh, tips.
4: Storm tips, uh, winter, snow, hurricane, tornado. it doesn't matter what time, we get them all. Right. But, uh,
0: so charge that cell phone
4: your cell phone, make sure you have a week's worth of food. No, it doesn't have to be caviar, just tuna, corned beef, and you know, like that. Eat your food out of the freezer first, because that's going to go.
3: Mm-hmm. And the
4: thinking is when you have a gas heater and the lights go out, electric goes out, that means you don't have any water, right? You want to turn off that gas heater before it keeps burning and burning and burning, and you won't have any water to fight the fire.
0: Interesting.
2: K- Kathleen, isn't the food in the refrigerator going to go first?
4: Well, yeah, use that. But, I mean, if you want to have a dinner, always keep a uh, what I call a hillbilly barbecue pit, a couple of stones, to dig a hole, and put an old uh, uh, like rack across it and cook something, heat water up, whatever you need. But... uh Go through the refrigerator, and a lot of times I put up whole meals, you know, up in the freezer
0: part. I thought we were doing so, corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I had picked. I was picking the new grape pop tarts myself. That was yeah. my going to be my week's worth of food. Oh yeah, so. yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I, I'm gourmet, I try to be okay with whatever, but I'm kind of a, on the gourmet side, so to oh, okay. take something down out the freezer. You know, it's a, a whole
0: meal. It's well, thank fun. you, Kathleen. I appreciate it. Have a good night. <laughs> Be safe. Thanks. Have a good day. Uh, it, um, sorry about it. Let us take us, uh, let us help you with your December issues. <laughs> I'm going to get my act together okay. here. Your home improvement projects. Also, we've got a few tips to make sure your holiday lights shine up all season long. If you've got any questions, comments and just tell us what project you're working on send an email to fix it 101 at mpbonline.org you're listening to fix it 101 on mpb think radio the home improvement show to help you do it yourself i'm jason klein here with pam pipus ashy certified inspector at inspect it like a girl and licensed contractor jeff sammons from houseworks and if you missed any of today's program you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our mpb public media app so uh, we're going to start off an email here uh any advice on maintenance of tub and shower grout should sealer be applied periodically what's the best way for diy thanks judy so yes. guys um should you <laughs> yes. should you apply uh, uh A like sealer. sealant yes Everybody yeah here?
2: it's yeah it's it's not gonna hurt now understand the tile and the grout in your shower mm-hmm. is not your water barrier Right, it's it's makeup.
1: Yeah, you're not sealing it
2: for for no, that. You're no, sealing you're, you're it for sealing cosmetic. It, yeah, you're sealing it for dirt.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, so that won't change color and all it, that jazz.
2: Right, exactly. Because what your tile does, it looks good,
0: uh-huh.
2: but it protects your waterproofing.
0: Right. Okay. So
2: don't let someone say, "Oh, well, we're gonna just put the tile, and the grout will be our waterproofing." We see it all the time. Mm-hmm. We rip them out and we redo them. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Grout, you- is, not Grout no. is not waterproofing. Grout is not waterproofing. Grout is you're, you're simply Boris. you're simply making those two pieces of tile look good it's just like it's just like mortar on your brick if right. we didn't have mortar it wouldn't look good it wouldn't stay together right. there's all kinds of issues
1: that's a good analogy actually but yeah hmm. you can seal it i mean it, you get a sponge and yeah and put it on the sponge clean and wipe it, it. yeah clean oh yeah it clean it.
2: and then and then seal it and then Save.
1: seal it but you know bathroom tile would look so much better if you'd leave your fan on
0: Yeah, we've had that conversation. I've seen that. And you know what? I, because of this show, Pam, because you mentioned it on this show about leaving your bathroom fan on 30 minutes after you get out of the shower, my whole life I've walked behind people and turned Lights off and stuff. Right, right. And so somebody gets out of the shower now, and I've got to remember not to turn the fan off immediately.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know what the solution to that is? What? And I did it because somebody called. When we were having that conversation, somebody called in and said, well, put a timer switch on it. And I was like, that is awesome. Right. Right. So I went home and matter of fact I left the show and went straight to the hardware store.
0: <laughs> nice. Have you installed it yet?
1: Yes. It took me five minutes. Yep. Okay. And so now when I'm ta 'cause I am because i do not use that bathroom a whole lot where my shower is.
2: Right. I'm kind
1: of a tub person. But every time I take a shower I hit that thing and I've got it set for thirty minutes.
2: Yeah. And so that's... it
1: just runs. Well and,
2: and too with, with LED, you know, the, the leaving a light on is not as big a deal. I'm gonna. We'll get phone that's calls true. now because no, Jeff's saying just waste energy. I, I'm not saying that at all, but it's not as big a deal as it used to be back in the, you know, 60s when, when you know we had light bulbs, right. you know, hundred watt light bulbs and. Well, yeah, it,
1: but I've I've got PTSD because my dad was all my parents too, were like turn mine, that light off. No,
2: on. Mine, mine too.
0: That's why that's why too. I walk around the house uh, flipping things flipping off.
2: Who, who was, off. Who was the last one in the room and
1: making right. sure the door shut? What, you born on a barn? Right. Shut that door.
2: <laughs> now, hey, let, let me give one tip that's just a good tip for um, just everyday use. Okay, go for and, it. And I've given it before, so if it's boring, Um it Take take a cup of water, fill it up about halfway. Freeze it. Mm-hmm. Take a coin. Put the coin on top of the ice. Now that's frozen water. Right. Put the coin on top. Put it in the freezer. And then, if your power goes out, um, uh, and for example, we went out of town. We came back Sunday, and our lights were flashing on the on the uh, oven. Uh-huh. Well, we knew the power had gone out. Well, how long was it out? Is everything ruined in the freezer? I don't know. So you open up the door. If the coin is on the bottom of the cup, everything in everything in the freezer is ruined because everything thawed out.
1: So, Jeff, Jeff that is I took you talked about that last year, yeah. and so I started doing it at my place in Raymond. Yep. Uh-huh. Son of a gun! I got down there on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "There's no lights." And, and the, the first thing I did right. was open up that uh, freezer door, and sure enough, the penny was on the bottom. No, no way! Right
2: now, if it's on the bottom, it's it's been off too long. Yes. If yeah. it's down a quarter inch, big deal. It big was deal. Off. It was no, off for a little bit.
1: This was all the way at the bottom, yeah. and and another thing that I did not know. Entergy has this awesome app. And you download oh, that yes. app, and tell it you. tells you how many kilowatts you're using every oh, day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. So our neighbor told us about that. So we were able to look at it, because normally we get a notification. For whatever reason, we didn't. Mm-hmm. So we pulled the app up, and it had been off since Sunday, because there was no kilowatts being really? pulled oh, yeah. from that point yep, forward. Yep. And I was like, wow.
0: How useful is that? How
1: useful is that? And so, you know, kudos out to Energy. They were there within 45 minutes because we were having a birthday party for a fourteen-year-old oh, and ten fourteen-year-old boy. no, boys. That's
0: got to go. So like
1: you got to get out of here, <laughs> so he comes out and he. I laughed at that guy. I said, "So what happened?" He said, "Ma'am, I've been chasing squirrels all day. Yeah. They're <laughs> popping transformers <laughs> like crazy." Well,
2: wow! A, a squirrel burnt a house down in Madison. Huh. All
0: by himself. Carry matches? Himself. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's having a bonfire in the attic. He
0: wouldn't talk. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Couldn't get a thing out of him. Uh,
0: wouldn't say a word. All right, Mikey is on the line in Mobile. What's going on, Mikey?
1: Oh well, hey.
4: What? I mean, listen, uh, <laughs> it's so wonderful to hear you guys uh, and gal. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna. Um, uh, okay, first of all, the the uh, the thing about the I'm thinking of floundering light. And that, that word is mantles, right? And you never ever touch them, Jeff,
2: right? <laughs> uh, wait a minute, mantles? Ma- wait a minute, um, mantles? Yeah, mantles?
4: Yeah, the, 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 the little ashy, the things that, that you like. Oh, you is know, that the name it, of yeah, them?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. talking about.
2: Hang on, I do have to confess. Let's as, flatten the field here. As, as, what are we talking as about? As a kid, I, 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 I was guilty of maybe. Hitting the pole hard enough
0: to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking about the gas lamp? Yeah, yeah we're, we're talking about the gas, gas lamp, lamp again.
1: Yeah, I'm burning down again, the towels, again. and Jeff is beating up the light a in the front ba- yard. Hey,
2: a bad idea. By
0: the way, I'd yeah. like to introduce everyone to our two experts on MPB. <laughs> <laughs> and fix it 101. Don't
2: touch them. What don't you touch do? I'm going to be so sorry.
4: Okay, um, uh, but uh, the other thing, uh, Kathleen was talking about stuff that gave me an idea. It's like, okay, I keep extra thermoses on hand because i use it to store things like sometimes spices sometimes coffees and teas and and or you know any sorts of things they're always useful um and people are always throwing them out so you know you get them you sterilize them and then you use them for that but when you do have an emergency and you've got hot water in your hot water heater then you take that stuff out of your freezer and you throw it in a thermos that you've been, you know, I mean, you take the coffee out and put it somewhere else. Right. You know, um, and uh, and then you can cook some of that stuff or at least partially cook some of it. Right. OK. Uh, beyond that, you can go to um, uh, for lighting. Solar candles, of course i've mentioned that you know it's like it's uh, um, it, it's it's unbelievable, and the LED things um save just everything um, uh, yes. alternative alternative um uh, emergency sources. I would highly recommend getting one of the bands I think that y'all was spoken about these y'all probably introduced me to the bands that have the light the flashlight on the front.
3: Yes,
1: because um, you can use that for all kinds of stuff. A headlight, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I use Those my headlight all the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you if you need to do some fine work, or if you find your power goes out and you need to go to the box for one reason or another, having a headlight on. You well, know.
1: yeah, and Mikey, just maybe I thought about this, and right. and I shout out to my neighbors who had me over. Um, Sunday morning, I've got the best neighbors in the world down and Raymond. So they had me over because they got this awesome coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, Mikey's talking about a thermos. And I'm like, you know, the next time there's going to be a really bad storm, I may make me a big old pot of coffee. Right. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> and put it in a thermos because Pam without her coffee is a Pammy you do not want to be around.
0: Not a terrible idea. Thank you, Mikey. I appreciate you calling in this morning. We're going to keep on moving. I've got an email here about a uh, kitchen faucet that has not been used in a while, if the kitchen faucet hasn't been used in a while in our home, hours, not days, just hours, it produces a brief crackle of air when I first turn it on. Uh, I'm worried about having a slow leak inside the wall and creating a mold or even a termite situation. All the faucets in this little house probably have to be replaced. What's up with the crackle? You guys know what he's talking about?
2: Might be something behind the aerator. I was just thinking maybe the... um, A hammer arrestor, Mm -hmm. you know, where we take that one pipe and we just turn it up, you know, at some point um, that may not have a hammer arrestor.
0: Well, is there a way for this uh, for for uh, sounds like he's he's getting air back in the line?
2: Well, you Uh, can
1: take and, and Jeff was talking about one thing. I'm talking about the aerator that's on the end of the faucet. If you can unscrew oh. that,
2: oh okay,
0: see if something's in you there. See
1: if there's junk up in there because it'll happen, especially okay. if you've got an if it's an older house and older pipes. That's true. That's you true. could have some debris up in there that's causing. It. Oh, I didn't think about it. It could also be, you know, Jeff. You remember those drum traps? <laughs> um, What's that? Well, that's actually that's on the drain side, yeah, so that may that. not be. Yeah, I see them in these older houses. and Instead of a P-trap, it's a drum trap. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't know that, that that's not going to be on your supply uh, by side. By the way,
0: uh, jargon alert. Uh, when yeah. someone says P-trap, that's that little thing that looks like a J-curve on the bottom of your – when you open up the, the cabinet doors under your sink. That's, that's what that thing is. It keeps is. the
1: sewer gases yeah. from coming it's, back up in there. That, <laughs> is,
0: that is probably one of man's greatest inventions is that sure. bent pipe.
1: Well, when um, they first came out with a drum trap, and it looked like a little – an aerator almost on okay. the bottom – where the water would go in, and then it would, whenever it reached the top of the drum, then it would drain out. Okay, so okay. it wasn't a p trap.
2: Well, the but problem it, it, with those, it did the same thing.
1: Yeah, is that they were made out of metal and they started yeah, rusting yep, out. And yep, right. yep. I've crawled underneath houses and there's just pouring water coming out of a drum trap because it rusted out years well, ago. Well,
2: you know, I just learned something. That is what's on my boat. I don't have a p trap. I got a drum trap. I've got a drum. So I didn't know the technical name of that. Yeah.
0: There you go. Pam taught you something.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, but I don't know that that helps the guy with the supply problem. But
0: (laughs) no,
2: I don't think we answered that
1: question. We didn't answer that question.
0: Uh, I do think. I do think there may be some plumbing.
2: It's the holiday. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's the holiday.
2: It's the holidays.
0: That's what's making the thing happen. No, no, we're makes, just not thinking. That's the right. reason
2: we won't answer the questions oh, yeah. that are coming in. This isn't the first one we haven't answered. Right. Okay, yeah. thanks, man. <laughs> so, whatever. Move on to the next one. All right, well, And it could be that it's
1: supply piping. Anytime you start getting old stuff and I've heard you guys say there's a stuff has a shelf life
0: yeah it does
1: and it you know eventually you just need to replace the stuff. well
0: and he did mention mention uh replacing the faucets in the home and if you've got a home with older faucets and especially if those faucets weren't intended to last a long time uh, contractor grade stuff that goes into some of the cheaper home builds things like that or plastic there's a lot of different and those need to be replaced
1: well, stuff from the fifties and sixties and seventies, and you know, it just. And then you have to think about. Oh no, my house
0: has got stuff from the nineties that's plastic yeah, chrome uh, that I've had to take out.
1: Your supply piping, you know, depends right. on what it is. If it's galvanized, you, you really need to look at doing something different.
0: Right. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, Ashy certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And we were talking, Jeff was Googling a hammer arrestor. What'd you find out? You were, you were speaking about that regarding the crackling sound and turning on a faucet.
2: Well, it could be. So what a hammer arrestor does, as the water is flowing through that pipe full force and you cut that valve off quickly, mm-hmm. which... We all do right. at the kitchen faucet. It's either on or off. So when you cut it off, that volume of water that is going through that line, the shock wave has no place to go. Right. So it backs up and goes to the hammer arrestor, which slows that. It gives that energy. When you cut it off someplace to go. Right. And that, that's what it sounds like might be happening with the gentleman that called.
0: Okay. Um, I, got, I saw an email that I wanted us to get to before the end of the show. But uh lady says, I love how, I, I'm going to start this from the end because she says, thank you, cautious little old lady. Okay. Is the way she signed it. So, okay. <laughs> I have a wooden door with a deadbolt. However, if, some, if someone comes to the door, I have no way to open the deadbolt with any security. What can I do to provide myself with some measure of security? Thank you, cautious little old lady. And there's a couple of things to talk about here. Uh, if she's got a wooden uh, door with a deadbolt, if this is a uh, money is no uh, object kind of situation, Then you can get a a, a storm door in front, like a a glass or metal door in front that will keep you, like if you open the the wood door, it will keep you safe from the outside. Uh, There's also things that you can put on the inside of the door. Now, that doesn't mean somebody can't kick it in, but it will keep the honest honest.
1: You can put a slip lock on there. That's
0: what I was thinking. That's the ones that go in like a hotel room, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I was actually, I was up in Nashville a couple of weeks ago, and they had this awesome thing. It was like an L-lock so, uh, yes. Have you seen that? Yep. It's what a is real heavy-duty yep. yep. L lock, and it's this big piece of metal. Yeah,
2: it's almost like a piece of angle iron. Yes, but it's pretty.
1: Yeah, it's it's really was quite nice. What does it nice. do? Well, it, it keeps you from it, being able to open the yeah, door all yeah, the way. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh. It, it comes around. It's it's it replaces the old chain. Oh, Remember? yeah. Yes, the, chain did nothing. the chain did nothing. Yeah. Nah. yeah. Now, uh, I, what I like uh, for our lady uh-huh. that wrote in. Um. Why don't you get a camera doorbell?
0: I mean,
2: yeah. Uh, Hundred th- bucks and you're done, and you don't even have to get out of the chair.
0: That's true. That's true. So I, I did it I in like my home. That. Pam did it in yeah, your I home. Yeah, I did. Have yeah. you sure been did. using yours?
1: Oh yes, I yeah. use it like crazy because all my deliveries come, and I can kind of watch that. Oh, and- I've
0: become like a. I, I, I'm just waiting for a porch pirate to come, so yeah. I can <laughs> scare him.
2: Well, <laughs> look, hey, we were we were out of town, and our oldest son. Uh, decides to come home from Oxford. Uh-huh. He didn't tell anybody. So I get a notification on my phone that somebody... Is at the door? Is at the door. <laughs> I say, wait a minute. who? Who's at the house? Nobody's supposed to be at the house. Bam, right. bam, bam. So we start... Looking, and of course, you can talk through it. Right, right. You know, that's
1: one of my favorite features. Hey, right, oh, yeah. What are you doing? Scare the UPS guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Mike's on the line in Florence and wants to talk about, oh, man, garage door issues. What's going on, Mike?
3: Uh, Not a whole lot. Uh, Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but during the summer weather, then the temperatures are high, my garage door works fine. But when the temperatures start
0: getting uh, colder, mm-hmm.
3: uh, the garage door has issues. It'll start down and start right back up. Right. And, it'll, uh, and it's just during cold weather.
0: Brilliant. I have a thought.
1: Yeah. Grease the track.
0: I was going to say, it, it, uh, in the I winter.
1: done all that.
0: Done you, all you've done that? You've
1: done that. Because huh. I'm thinking
0: the, the cold weather and, it, and the expansion and mm-hmm. the warmth and the contraction in the in, – in other words, it's pulling the, the wheels closer to the tracks? Maybe. Well,
1: you well, know, you just but, need but, to buy your but, garage door but, a coat.
2: But <laughs> but but be careful! You are not supposed to grease that track. that That track is not designed for grease. Really? No. Well, okay. you use no. the
1: spray stuff you get at the store. Well,
2: you need to grease. You need to silicone spray the actual wheel. Yeah. The wheel is designed to roll on that track, right. not slide, not right. glide, or slide on that track. Mm-hmm. So don't grease the track. Grease the spindle. Sil- you're right. Si- silicone spray in the actual spindle of the wheel. Ball bearing of the wheel. Ooh. So you uh, that? I, I use PB Blast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would, I would still put some silicone spray in that wheel. I would and you too. Know, and PB the, Blaster
0: is great to get moisture out and yeah. to get something moving uh, on the immediate, but it doesn't stay there. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't help in the long run.
1: You have to be so careful with these doors because they have springs and they I can think it's be. A sensor issue. Yeah. Well, if it's happening in the winter time, I'm wondering if that track is not put up there correctly. If there's something that's causing it to bind, bind bind a little bit in the in the winter, so I would probably call an overhead door company and ask, "Have you done that?" To ask them, kind of trying not to, right, Mike?
0: Uh,
3: No, I haven't done that. I would. Doing
1: that, it wouldn't be a a terribly expensive thing because folks don't realize how dangerous an overhead door can be. No,
2: the spring will will cut your fingers off. Right. D- do just don't, that. don't don't ever mess with the screen the okay. spring um you know and i'm sure you've done this i'm just going to ask the question you did clean the the eyeball lens correct yeah. Uh-huh. okay, it? okay. Hmm. yeah it's, if it's, it's worth just
4: something with
3: the temperature
2: I yeah wow well i don't know maybe one of my garage guys will call
0: yeah, it Mike, if we yeah. hear something we'll again, we'll put it out there.
2: Again, the third person yep. that we haven't answered. Right. Well, if that track yeah. Merry is, Christmas
1: You know, how old is the
3: door? Oh, it's probably fifteen
1: years
0: old. I'll oh, yeah. call an Je- overhead door guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff would say throw it out, get a new door, and everything yeah. will be fine.
1: Something's going on with uh, something's happened and if that track gets bumped. Or moved in any way, and then temperature differentials here in the South are exacerbated because we go from zero or forty percent humidity to eighty percent humidity
0: in three hours.
1: In three hours, and we'll do that in the winter time as well. So you may have some expansion and contraction going on in that metal, just because it's been hit That's off what I'm track. Just you know, a I had not thought bit. about
2: that, but there is some. There, there might be some. some really, guys, some, this is the some, first some thing I today. said. I know. I know. Really. <laughs> We don't even listen to you anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Jason,
1: <laughs> Jason, look at me. You were right. I don't count. <laughs> you were right.
0: Oh. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener was Charles Arnold for Pam Pibus, Jeff Sammons. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.